0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. This is episode 236. Today, we talk about the Canadian Real Estate Association's announcement of the realtor cooperation policy, which for you home sellers out there will affect you starting January
1: 2024. Magandang Umaga. Flawless. Was that good, Robbie? That's flawless. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Thank
0: you. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Were you proficient in other languages? Are you proficient in other languages? Did you enjoy it in school?
1: Well, in school, at one point, I had to learn fluent, obviously, English, French, Spanish, and Japanese, as well as Hebrew. Japanese? Yes. At one point. For two years of my life, I had to, um, Japanese was one of our curriculums. Interesting. As well as Spanish, French, English, and Hebrew. But growing up, I went to a Hebrew school, so, and I lived in a home where I spoke a lot of Hebrew. Right. My mom and my mom's family, they all spoke to me in Hebrew. So Hebrew, I... I'm rusty, right? Like, I couldn't have a full-blown conversation. No, but you don't speak it regularly. Uh, Same thing with Hungarian. Hungarian, I could speak fluently and understand. Like, if somebody speaks to me in Hungarian or Hebrew, I understand 99% of what they're saying. Um, Having a conversation back would be difficult. But if I visited Hungary or Israel... I'd be able to navigate quite well. I'll have to remember to bring
0: you along if I ever do. I do visit.
1: understand a little bit of Spanish and I do speak a tiny bit of Spanish, but it was also in my curriculum for several years. And my grandparents spoke Spanish. Um, so a See, bit I Spanish. only took French and I had terrible teachers. So I, I just was never, took French, never I get was, into it. I couldn't get into it either. But that's it. You don't speak anything else, right? No. Do you want to? You know, it's
0: an interesting thing because I think, yeah, sure, there's tons of value. And I'm envious of people that can speak other languages fluently. But I also think that, as with many things, it will become unnecessary because... Which is a shame. What is it? Is it a shame that we don't need to learn cursive writing anymore? Is it a shame that we, you know, like, is it a shame that people don't even do really printing much a whole lot anymore. Like at some point we'll just be able to put an earpiece in and converse with anyone of any language. Cause it'll translate in real time. But I am envious of people that are fluent in multiple languages. So yes, I'd love to learn, but it's not going to happen.
1: Well, speaking of the future, January, 2024 to be exact. January 3rd, 2024 to be exact. <laughs> We have uh, new policies in the MLS system. I can see this topic
0: being boring for some, but I think it's important to understand um, the changes that are coming.
1: It's not an exciting topic per se, but there are changes now in the way real estate will be marketed, essentially. Well, yes and no.
0: I think it's more, as with many things, it's more um, disclosures, awareness, and paperwork. So let's talk about it. What is it? So the realtor cooperation policy, the the premise of this is that they want all homeowners to be aware of the value in publicly marketing your property. And by publicly marketing it, they're referring to the public MLS system. So realtor.ca and you know the various multitude of third-party websites that pull data from there, opposed to An exclusive listing where you are just marketing it on your own, uh, whether it's your own database of buyers or your own private website, whatever. So they want to differentiate between the two. Um, And they want to make sure that homeowners understand the value in using the public systems in place to get more exposure and sell their home for, you know, potentially have a better outcome. So what are they doing?
1: Well, okay, hang on. Before you move on to the what are they doing, let me ask you this question. Where has, where has it been an issue that all of a sudden the Canadian Real Estate Association wants to implement these changes? So the big thing that they're referencing is the coming soon
0: properties yes. and, you know, various companies or teams or individual agents will use various terms um, for this concept. Some use secret homes we use coming soon. Um, But what's more important is not so much the term as much as what
1: is the intent and what is being done during that time. Well, I think part of the problem is there is a significant difference in the type of coming soon quote-unquote coming soon advertising that's happening with properties before becoming quote-unquote public to the mls system so i've seen it as basic we'll call it basic as putting a sign on a for sale sign in the front lawn that says coming soon and that's the extent of the marketing that happens. On a team like ours, or us specifically, there's an actual marketing campaign that happens in that coming soon process. So before it is on MLS, there is a marketing strategy um, that does bring a significant amount of exposure to the property. Now, we kind of fall outside of these guidelines because in our process, we do have the discussion with our sellers and the property is listed exclusively with our team until that date where it is accessed by the public via the MLS.
0: I believe they're addressing that too, though. I think that's the premise is they want to get rid of the option of having an exclusive listing. And if you opt for an exclusive listing Uh, There will be additional measures in place for appropriate disclosures. And I think what they're trying to avoid is not the coming soon marketing. I mean, it's advantageous to be letting people know that this property will be coming soon. Um, I think what they're trying to avoid is the real estate agents who may be using that period of time to try and solicit their own buyers to maybe double in the property the sale, which means they represent both parties and, in essence, get paid more um, prior to the public exposure. Yes, because, out giving it its maximum exposure to right. the
1: widest possible audience. So the Canadian Real
0: Estate Association is saying, we don't want you to try to double end it. We want to make sure you're giving your client um, due service by publicly advertising it. Now, for us, that's not what we're intending to do. In fact, we won't sell it during that period of time. We're our sole purpose of the coming soon promotions is to draw in a lot of traffic so that when it is available and listed publicly, we hit the ground running with a lot of interest. Well, technically, it is available. so It is, but we wouldn't sell it during that time. That's my point. Intent matters in everything. I think that's the one thing that people often overlook is intent. And what is
1: what is the intent of the, the market? stop you because at the end of the day, it's up to the seller whether or not they sell it during that period of time. Sure, and that's if they where, get an offer during that period of time that you know um, would suit their needs and and they believe they're ma- maximizing the value, then they're entitled to do that. but yes, well, uh, we've I mean technically, we could sell it during that time. I don't
0: I've never had an offer during that time, just in the way we premise our promotions. It's generally we don't give a price, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So as far as the public is aware, They don't know. We've signed an exclusive listing agreement. All they know is this property is coming soon. But let's say, hypothetically, you do get an offer. So what they're saying here, actually, um, if a seller decides to forego placing their listing on an MLS system, the seller must provide written confirmation of this decision, which would include a specific instruction not to engage public marketing of their property and an acknowledgement that declining to place the property place their property on the MLS system may result in reduced exposure, may reduce and result lower number of offers, et cetera. So as long, they're just saying, if you don't go that route, yeah, you must sign this stuff so that we know, you know what you're potentially missing out on.
1: Right.
0: Just seems like more paperwork.
1: Yeah. It's disclosures really. It's a change in, in the type of disclosure and just understanding from everybody's perspective from the brokerage's perspective and from the seller's perspective as to what is expected and, um, and a full understanding of how the property is going to be marketed. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's, no, I don't think so either. I think it's a smart move. I think it's
0: always good to have disclosures. It covers everyone's butt.
1: Yeah. Right. So this is new. Coming into effect January 3rd, 2024, which is nice. It gives everybody a chance to familiarize themselves with it from a realtor and a brokerage perspective, Allows some time to make any changes to the current way these people might operate. And there is, I mean, there is
0: discussions in here about exclusive listings and... How they could be an exception to the rule, but how, and they use examples of if a seller wants privacy, uh, they don't want people to know they're selling.
1: Well, there are homes that sell. Yeah. Just based on having an exclusive listing. Yeah. Well, and there are. With the intent of not going to MLS. Right. So what we were talking about is having an exclusive listing with the intent of listing it on MLS. Usually these exclusive listing periods are often during the times where the home is being prepared for sale to allow maximum. You want to talk about maximizing your exposure. Well, why not give it exposure while you're preparing the home for MLS? You know, another
0: thing that we could do is during that exclusive period, you could also get a seller's direction form signed, which is a form that we use when we're holding offers. So that if we're specifying a specific date and time where we are holding offers, the seller can sign a form saying, I will not, uh look at anything prior to this date and time. And if anything is submitted to you, I give you as a realtor permission not to disclose it to me. Right. So we could say, okay, well, we're going to have a one week exclusive period where we're getting the house ready and promoting it as coming soon. And we've got this seller's direction form saying we cannot accept anything until, you know, whatever January 15th, which
1: happens to be the day it goes public. Right. And then you get a new one signed in the event that you want to hold an offer night. And yeah, Try and get a bidding war going on the property in the MLS listing. Right. So
0: it's good. Just, I think it holds real estate agents more accountable and it provides um, more clarity and transparency to the consumer.
1: And it will tighten, what I like about it, it will tighten up the whole coming soon aspect of listing a property for sale.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing that's frustrates me too, is you have the, the Korea, right. And then you've, but you've also got municipal levels where, uh, as an example, Peel region, uh, won't allow coming soon. sign. I think actually Mississauga specifically, they won't allow coming soon signs, right? Right. If it's not publicly listed, you cannot put a coming soon sign on the lawn. Correct. um, So that's a bit challenging when you get into certain municipal uh,
1: requirements as well. Well, and then even the boards themselves, the real estate boards within those municipalities may have different rules and guidelines that they want their members following. Right. So you have three levels of different answers for a potential question that you might have regarding something like coming soon, advertising for properties. Right. So you got to do your homework, double check everything. Um. For sellers, that's a um. good segue to kind of talk about sellers is there's one benefit of hiring somebody that knows your local market. Yeah. And that's a member of your local real estate board um, because they'll they'll have their finger on the pulse in terms of policies within
0: well certainly certainly being a member of the local real estate boards in order to have access to the pertinent information to make informed decisions but as far as the municipal stuff that's just the realtor's loss i mean if they put a sign up and the town comes by
1: and takes it they've lost their sign well and it's stuff that's easy to google right like you do a quick oh, yeah. search and you can find any of oh yeah they make this stuff you pick easy up the to phone access. and you call the town and town hall and they'll tell you what what you need. There are times where I see
0: local real estate agents with signs up over the course of a weekend which I know are not within bylaw requirements and I'd love to call and have them removed.
1: If you drive around any town, any city, but let's like Milton specifically. There are signs left out all day long not allowed. There are those stupid little pointy arrow signs oh, yeah. all over the place to direct traffic not allowed. not allowed um there are multiple coming soon infringements well they we'll say from location to time of day to uh how about this is my favorite When a sold sign on the front lawn gets left out for months. Yeah. All right. Like sold sign is still on the front lawn. It's end of May. Fucking house was sold March 1st. Well, there are requirements. The municipal
0: bylaws do require, I think it's most of the time, two weeks is common. Two weeks is very common. Once it's sold, you have to remove it after two weeks. And there's also restrictions on, in many cases, on how many open house signs you can have. I remember one
1: time around real... And, and what needs to be disclosed on those signs. Yeah. In a lot of municipalities, you have to disclose the date and the time. And on the address. Those signs and the address, correct. I was chatting about that yesterday, about yeah. Mississauga. That's right.
0: Um, I remember one time I had a homeowner. We were listing their home for sale. And they were upset one day. This is going back a while. They were upset one day during the open houses. They were driving around and they saw... Dozens of signs out. And we had, you know, maybe four or five or six uh, for this particular home. And they're like, we need to have twice as many signs up. And I'm like, well, actually, I'm not allowed. Like, bylaw requires no more than, I think it was five in that particular municipality. And, you know, anyways, it was a funny conversation. Yeah. There's a lot of people that break the rules, break the laws. Yeah. Well, and the problem there, too, is it's just usually a slap on the wrist.
1: There's not much in the way of penalties. Yeah. Well, that's, this is what I'm wondering with this new policy, this realtor cooperation policy, is what will be the repercussions and um, how will they be mandated? Like, you know, how many thousands of properties get listed every year? Um
0: one of the things change all the time. Like up until recently, we weren't allowed to have any branding on photos listed on the MLS. Right. And now, for some reason, the real estate boards are watermarking the brokerage name on our photos automatically. Yeah, it's like, well, when did this change? And, yeah, and there
1: was no email about it or anything. No, it just it just changed.
0: Yeah. And there's no way to enforce it. Like they need to have a, I think we talked about this. They have, to have a little button you click to report, just like social media. If you see an right. offensive or something right. that's inappropriate, issue. you can report issue. They should have the same thing on realtor.ca in the back end. Do you, the know, how, end and do you the front. know how many reports be, they would get? Everybody? I'd hire someone just to click that button <laughs> and report everybody. Anyways, the big thing with this is just making sure that real estate agents are held accountable, that consumers know what uh, options are available to them and how those options may affect them, and that all that information is disclosed. So if you're planning to list your house for sale, make sure you know um, what process your real estate agent has, if it's an exclusive or public listing, and what that means to you. Magandang Umaga. How do you say goodbye? Uh, You've never... You, Guys,
1: fluent Filipino, lives in a Filipino If household. I was leaving
0: your house right now, what would you say? We just say Bye. Cge cge. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Got it. Bye for now.
1: Magandang umaga. <laughs>
0: Thanks for watching episode 236. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on the upcoming episodes every Monday morning.